money. Project them into a possible wild card position. It would bring them seven and five had they won. But a late interception by the Giants will preserve a Giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17 to 12. We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. Here's a free fly. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herbert Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. Welcome to the ESGC podcast, where every podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose and a specific outcome. I'm Josh. I have an MBA, securities license, clients for a decade, more than $15 million and above. And what that means to you is, for example, week five, we went 14 and two, 87%. Uh, to put that in perspective, 59%. You can consistently live in Vegas. Some pros average 70%. So 85.5 really is really good. For me, it was $11,330 in profit. So we give you the inside, how to make that money, betting on NFL games, betting college games. Then we get into the NFL, college football, uh, college basketball. We share the information because we have to, right? It's capitalism and freedom is not free. And if we don't share information as middle class, upper middle class people, uh, probably this country will be in trouble. Uh, I figured it out, but we have a lot of fun at the same time. We use business and financial concepts that I use in my other job to predict successfully the outcome of football games and monetize our time, highest and best use of your time. Uh, same methods, right, to help folks uh, invest in the right business, invest in the right stock, make sure their money outlasts their retirement. Same process we use to predict the games successfully. Decision science, returns to the mean, probability theory, are all used in this podcast. Statistics, we use it all. We use all the methods to get to the truth, close to the truth. Elon Musk says, you know the truth, you can predict outcome. We don't have as much money as Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, or the resources. However, what we do have right, is education, experience, and we use all those tools in our toolbox to make, uh, we're up to about $50,000 in NFL this year. But we share, we teach it with you. And another important business concept, if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, guess what? You are in the wrong room. All right, so if you think you are the smartest, toughest person in any particular room, you are in the wrong room. Uh, so we're going to go on. We're going to go gym first, first 20 minutes, and then Scott and I will finish up. But we, for the Super Bowl, last couple of years, have gotten people who are a lot smarter than I am to get in there. We've gotten profit each time. And we will continue to do so. Now, on top of that, uh, we'll hit it for 20 minutes, but it's going to be multi-layered as far as we have diversity, real diversity, not the diversity they try to sell you on, right? Or, 
that Biden trying to sell you on diversity last night. It's not just disability, gender, LGBTQ, WRSB, right? It's it's more than that. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot more than that to it, and that's what we show here. We show the fact that there's a lot more to it than than meets the eye. Because here we got regional diversity, we have age diversity. I'm getting uh, Chad's going to be on here in a little bit, and Chad, Chad, right? Uh, four two five. Uh, Arena League superstar, uh, you know him and, and Jim are the athletes. Uh, you know Division One college football athletes, baseball, uh, baseball. Yeah, he was baseball. Uh, he still go out there hurt if he had to in a one game situation. <laughs> we don't have a lot of hair diversity here, though. Right, right. <laughs> and then uh, Scott and I are age diversity. We're probably. As much as Jim and, and Chad know about sports and being a good athlete, Scott and I know about food, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a little too much, but I know about it. All right, so as we're going to get into some uh, technical football stuff, but technical football stuff here is linked to making money because they have an MBA securities license, like you heard in the beginning. And it's all about monetizing and being specific. Every single business meeting, again, I reiterate, is a business meeting with a specific uh, purpose and outcome. So first words, guys, as we get in, in, up into it. So I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to be here with Jim, because um, if you go back to last year, the T. Higgins call was was a phenomenal uh, moneymaker for me in terms of against the zone, against the rim. So, um, And if you go on Twitter, Jim's – prop bet thread is there and and you watch the little videos that he sends out so you know i i write everything down and i'm i'm glad he's here to bounce some questions off him real quick before before he has to go so oh yeah and i'm gonna go full on kind of like a joe rogan kind of cnbc <laughs> Bloomberg thing going and specific is terrific right people are full of crap I kind of changed my language because I don't know if Sophia can hear my loud voice through the headset. But uh, it's about how much value can you bring? What's coming out of your mouth, how much money is it going to put in my pocket so I can fight inflation, so I can pay for gas and groceries at the same time I'm watching football, right? So last year, Jim on the podcast, listened to it twice, made some adjustments. He was 61.5%, 59%, you can live in Vegas. 70% is what we want to get to in there a little bit sometimes. We want to be consistent at the 70% because that's elite sports betting, right? But Jim was good. Uh, he was a one parlay away from hitting 70%, which was the elite level. <laughs> and again, here, everybody has their own opinion. Uh, past performance is not indicative of a future result, right? And Scott, Scott, man, he was around 76%. Last year, we were 76% in the playoffs. We were elite. Scott's been elite around 70% in the playoffs, has made his money, and specifically $9,973 minus $1,000 for Anna for chocolate for Valentine's Day. $1,000 in chocolate, but purely off the information I got from Scott. Now we're getting some information from Jim. Jim, first words as we get into some technical stuff. 
No, just excited about the Super Bowls. The two best teams. I'm. I have no quibbles about the refereeing. Whatever. Best teams at it. Um, it's going to be. Hey, is it the elite superstar Michael Jordan, Patrick Mahomes, or is it going to be the better team who's going to win? We're going to talk about that. Yep. Right, right. And I guess we got a message there talking about if Mike Tyson was in. Who's who's the toughest guy in the room? What to tell? You know, Mike Tyson said right that everybody has a plan. Until uh, somebody hits him in the face. In the mouth, yep. You get punched <laughs> yep. in the mouth, yep. Right, you get punched in the mouth. So that says that if you're in the room with Mike Tyson, you got to hit him first. <laughs> <laughs> hit him first and hit him hard. So that's my strategy for Mike Tyson. I am not afraid of Mike Tyson. So uh, you wanted two bit of film. First you wanted, uh, and it seems like it might not come out, but we got a player for that. Uh, uh, as I get the video up, you wanted two films. You wanted the Philadelphia Eagles coming in, right? Uh, Sounds like you got like an eight mm four man rush. Then, then you wanted uh, Kelsey sitting. In the yeah, you want to attack first? Do the Kelsey one, Josh. Kelsey, all right. And do the Kelsey one for us because he he's the he's the player that everybody is mm. is talking about. I think okay. a lot of people talking about this game. Come on, Kansas City. I have to improvise. See, in business, you always have a backup. That's why I was so disappointed with the um, the San Francisco 49ers. That from a business standpoint, they completely failed because mm. they did not have backup in that game. Uh, he showed up without a quarterback and completely uh, embarrassed themselves. Right. Hey, if the Chiefs lost Mahomes, they wouldn't have looked great either. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they had a quarterback. <laughs> All right, let's bring it up here. Let's see if you guys can you see this. I can see it. All right. All right, so there you got Mahomes going towards the right. Let's see right here. So, so Jim, with, while Josh is showing this, the, the Kelsey factor, they're obviously going to go to him time and time again with the wide receiver injuries. Do you see anything else in the passing game that's going to work for Kansas City? In theory, their outside receivers are completely at a talent disadvantage against Bradbury and against Darius Slate. So I don't know how – they're the Chiefs receivers are going to win because eventually they don't usually cover that long because the Eagles have five legitimate pass rushers in their front seven. And yeah. so eventually they're going to get pressure. So not only are they very good coverage corners, but they don't have to cover for long. And so I don't know who is going to win for them. Juju 
is okay when he gets in the slot, which he would see some Avante Maddox, which would be beneficial, but I don't think he's close to 100%. So at that point, well, neither is uh, either is a Maddox. Maddox is in a boot, but supposedly yeah. fine with his toe. But yeah. I, I don't see an advantage there. And, hey, Valdez Scantling had his one beautiful game, but we've seen that before in Green Bay. Absolutely. And you might not see him for a month and a half. So yeah. that's the way it goes, right? So I don't know who's going to win for them. Tony's saying he's going to play, but he hurt his hamstring and his ankle and missed the entire game. So yeah. he's healthy. That helps them. But I don't know who wins. They're going to have to gadget it up. I mean, you know, somebody who's Sky Moore with seven targets did nothing with them. Underneath stuff, the players like that would have a chance of having some, some traction. But like you said, ultimately, it's got to be about Kelsey. And, and I don't want to dominate the talking here, but there's – there's a way the Eagles are going to approach him. You can, you can dominate the talking while I get the film going. All right. So we've seen it. When Tyreek Hill was gone, my first assignment. All right. So we got the sign in total. So we're both in agreement on the under. We said yep. bet, it, bet it twice and bet it often, right? Yep. Uh, and then second half line, right? Who Who's going to make the adjustments? Staying no low. Versus Gannon, I, I give the the advantage to Pignolo. Yep. Andy Reid versus Citrani. <clears throat> Who do you think is going to be making the halftime adjustments? I give it to Reid based. You know, experience in this game is is not should not be under appreciated right. and overlooked. And and I think because when you think about it, the halftime show is a lot longer than usual. You know, it, it's so Andy Reid's been here before. He knows what to do. Sirianni has not been here before. He has, has no idea how to react to the 35, 40 minute halftime show uh, break. Yeah. Um, you know, and if Philadelphia is having problems with the Chiefs in the first half, I don't know that they're going to be able to make the, enough adjustments in the second half to to win this game. To be honest with you, so so I think Andy Reid has the definite advantage in the situation. Right, Andy Reid's twenty three and four off of off of supposed buy. He he knows what to do. He he he's not you know he's not a, a, a dummy when it comes to this stuff. So I, I think Andy Reid and Spagnuolo have the clear advantage in this game. And then, and then think about it. Then. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. get rid of the echo. You know, all right, and this is the and first. This is the first time. The first time. Are they going to be in a street? Are they going to be in a street? Are they going to be in a street? I am the greatest. I am the greatest. I am the greatest. I am the greatest. player. Player. <laughs> Player. <laughs> of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Now you hear me once? Now you hear me once? Now no, I hate twice. Now I hate three times. Now I hate three times. It's one of those days. Yeah, it is. It is. I just think too many people are putting the stock into the Philadelphia defense in the Philadelphia offensive line. Yes. Right. They're good. Right. They're good. They're not the greatest around. 
Okay, they're not they're not the greatest of all time. They do have bad games. They do have holes in them. Andy Reid and Spagnuolo are going to know what to do. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, this is not San Francisco and the Giants they're playing. This is Kansas City. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now you're on mute. Now you can hear me? I can hear you now. All right, so... Uh, 900% agree, right? So the second half line, so we got the silent total. We're going with the Kansas City Chiefs plus two. I'm going to go money line. Are you going money line? Yeah, yeah, I'll go money line. Money line. So what we do is we cover our ass with three sides of the bet, right? So we cover our ass with three sides of the bet. Uh, Kansas City plus the two points. Kansas City on the money line. And yep. let me see, what is it on the money line? It goes check. Uh, the money line is going to be plus 105. So that tells me that it's not plus 120, it's not plus 150. Vegas is kind of thinking the same way that we're thinking. Yeah. Yep. That, you know, Kansas City has a very, very good shot of winning this game. So Kansas City's not going to be surprised. Uh, Citriani's not that creative. I think he's over his head. I think everybody there is over their head, including their quarterback. All right. Um, one note I want to make about the course. So now everything starts working, right? The gym left. Maybe Jim had a curse on us. So you're saying, Josh, why are you bringing up film? From last year in Kansas City, because this is exactly what Philadelphia is going to do, right? Well, we call this, we see it a lot in college, we call this plus one. Obviously, it's not going to work the way it's supposed to, so I'll move it along. So he, he's looking at it uh, again, 425, kind of confused. And I do notice this with uh, Spagnolo. He likes to put like a corner or a safety in these linebacker positions to fool the quarterback and get a good shot. But there's no fooling in this. This is a design script. And remember, who was McDermott's mentor? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. So they're going to do the same stuff. Bam, right? Plus one. So what is plus one? Plus one means is that we have more blockers than uh, tacklers. Yep. And they're going to run Jalen Hurts. Yep. But the problem with this is the same problem he had. Jalen Hurts is hurt. <laughs> He's yeah. not going to be able to run these plays the way he did during the regular season. And again, no. I think that's a major difference in this game. What do you think, Scott? I agree. If you watch Jalen Hurts play, not only is he confused, he's not the same quarterback he was before he got injured. Right. So so to me, and the other thing that, that realized this too, A.J. Brown in that championship game could not fully accelerate. Hurts threw him a pass. It was about three or four yards ahead of him, and right. he could not accelerate. So there is something going on with the lower body, whether it be hamstring, knee, hip. I don't know what's going on with him. He's probably going to be a lot better in this game with two weeks off. But A.J. Brown also was not healthy, and that's supposedly his top receiver. So they're definitely banged up, and they're not they're practicing. But they had a walkthrough today. That was it. No practice, no nothing, just a walkthrough. So 
I think there's a little bit more injury going on with the Eagles than than people know of, and and that could be a problem, especially with Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts is not 100% Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia's not even going to come close, not even going to close to winning the game. It may be a close score, but they won't come close to winning the game. So he he's a he's a hindered quarterback right now, and he's going to probably need surgery on his shoulder after the season's over. So keep that in mind. Big time, big time. So the consensus pick is going to be the Chiefs money line plus one hundred five, the Chiefs plus two, and the under. Uh, it might keep climbing until game time, and we're going to do the podcast thirty minutes before kickoff. Yep, yep. And you know we'll see what we do with the the prop that I'm coming up with. Uh, if Anna responds to me in the text. <laughs> uh, but we got some other props. So that's your side, your total. Yep. What props are you looking at? First, we talked about it with Jim. Is Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions? Right. I, I I just think that the way the the Chiefs are going to beat the Eagles is with Travis Kelsey. Right. And right. five and a half receptions, yards. I agree with Jim. Stay away from that. That keeps climbing. But the receptions. They're all they're five and a half to six and a half. I found him at five and a half a couple of places. I, I'm smashing that. He's going over five and a half. Right. He's gonna get catch like nine nine footballs. So I like that a lot. Devontae Smith for the Eagles over four and a half receptions. I like that a lot too. I like that I, too because what you just said about um I like to call him Waddle because Waddle and Devontae Smith are the same yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alabama fast receivers with incredible talent. But I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, uh, there's another prop out there. Devonta Smith most receiving yards in the game, plus plus six hundred. That's at. Right. You don't have to throw a lot of money on it. Just throw like five or ten bucks on it. It's one of those little fun ones that you can throw on, and if he wins, you plus it's six to one. So right. that's something I like. Um, you know, I have a bunch of Kenneth Gainwell anytime touchdown plus three sixty. He's done okay. it. We'll, in we'll two go foot. for ten. Because that's what we did we'll last go. year. We'll go right. ten, and what we do is. Uh, 52.5% is break even. Yep. Uh, at 10, if we get seven, that's 70%. Right. Right. And I agree with all those. I, I don't disagree with any of them. I'm going to give myself a layup. I'm going to say Chris Jones gets a sack minus 130. Yep. I like that one too. I like that one too. Um, I saw another one, Travis. Uh, Eagles, 0.5 fourth down conversions allowed. So the Chiefs have to get one first down on fourth down to hit. I did it. I played it last year with the Bengals. It right. may not come in until the fourth quarter. But the Chiefs are going to be faced with the fourth down at some point in the game and have to pick it up. And I think they will. So that's one I, I like a lot, too. Um, you know, Jim mentioned, I, I don't Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns. You know, that's the plus 425. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have two rushing touchdowns, two short rushing touchdowns. That's plus 575. So I like that one. Um, Jalen Hurts under 240 and a half passing yards. I like that. I, I don't think he's going to be able to throw the ball a ton. And when he throws the ball, I think the Chiefs are going to be there to break it up. So I, I like those. Jalen Hurts under 31 and a half passing uh, attempts. I like that one as well. I think Jim's got it on spot on. I think the Eagles are going to have to run the ball to win the game. 
And that's because that's what Spagnolo knows how to do is yeah. stop the run. And that's what the ego, the Chiefs defense is geared, right? Yep. And the read is uh, plus one rushing, right? Uh, rushing attempts for Jalen Hurts. Over six. A, yeah, over six. Over six, yep. He's going to run it more than six times for sure. Um, I'll give you one depending on if you, you like – depending on who you think is going to win the game. Right. Eagles, one to 13 points, plus 155. Right. Chiefs, one to 13 points, plus 165. The game is not going to be more than 13 points. Right. There's not going to be a blowout. So whoever you think who you like to win the game, put your money on one of those. If you think the Eagles are going to win the game by 1 to 13 points, it's you're getting plus 155. If, in our case, we think the Chiefs are going to win a close game, 1 to 13 points get you plus 165. Now, I'll tell you what. If the game, uh, if the Chiefs blow out the Eagles, I wouldn't be shocked. And that's more. That's a that's a lot more. It's in the plus three range. It's three to one. Yes, maybe maybe you had your psychic powers going on all season because all season you were saying how the Eagles were jumping up to big leads. Yep. And then closing it down in the second half. Yep. Yep. But what happens when they're down by two touchdowns? Uh the Eagles well, are gonna throw the ball, obviously. Well, if it's a close game, against just Tampa Bay. That happened against Dallas earlier in the year, and that was a, that was a big thing where uh, they got behind, and people were like, "Well, man, Jalen Hurts is the way he's he can read defenses and good enough to air it out and go full on air raid and go up tempo and score enough points to come back from behind." Right, and the difference with that is, I think the game will be close at halftime, so I don't think the Eagles will deviate from what they want to do. Which is run the ball, so uh, I think you're you're probably looking at it. Uh, if you think the game is going under, right, as a better, which we both think the game is, is definitely going under, then I don't think you're going to see a thirty a more than a thirteen point game. I, I think you're going to see like a twenty seven twenty game, twenty four twenty, twenty four seventeen like last year. I think that's the type of game you'll see. Which means that Philadelphia is just going to keep running the ball and running the ball and running the ball for the whole game because it's close. They right. don't have to go away from what they want to do in the game. But if Kansas City is up like 21-3 at halftime, which, you know what? Possible. Super Bowl. Eagles are nervous. Chiefs come out, score two or three quick touchdowns, go up by a lot, and Hurts has to throw the ball. Right. Possible. You know, then – I think you got you got to look at, you know, you got to you got to look at the Eagles covered in the second half, because I think that they'll be able to throw with a little bit of success, not a lot, a little bit of success. Well, look how the Chiefs are, you know, this is total Andy Reid, right? Yeah. The Chiefs are lining up, right? They're lining up with two safeties deep. They want to keep everything in front of them. So when we're talking about the under. When we're talking about scheme. We're not talking about who's going to win or lose. Yep. Because at the end of the day, unless you fit the money line, we don't care who's going to win or lose. Uh, especially when we're talking about a total, this keeps the score down. So they're going to be playing this 
in the second half with a big lead. These safeties are going to be bigger. Yep. So Devontae Smith doesn't get behind this. Exactly. Exactly. And and don't forget, okay, the Chiefs have already played quality competition in the playoffs. Right here with Burrow. Right. And the Bengals have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Right. They're comparable to A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Exactly. So what Kansas City did to T. Higgins in the last game is they took him completely out of the game. He didn't have a good game at all. Did not – he caught a touchdown. Okay, yes. But other than that, did he really do anything that anybody can remember? No. Yeah. So the Chiefs were, have been very well prepared for a duel of wide receivers that – are really good. Chase, so I think we're watching Chase running down the field. Yes. So I think Philadelphia will attack the Chiefs with Dallas Goddard. Right. Because they haven't seen a good tight end. Cincinnati doesn't have a great tight end. Hayden Hurst is not a good tight end. No. Okay. He's not in the Dallas Goddard class. So I think that it's Philadelphia. And, Higgins. And, and, and this is very interesting because T. Higgins doesn't look, he doesn't have the demeanor. Somebody who was involved in the game plan. So what are you yep. saying about that? I was saying about the, the coaches said, oh, we're, we're not going to use you this game, which they didn't. And he didn't do anything. Well, he, he's out now. Now they have yep. some white dude over here in, in the top. The only difference between the Eagles and Bengals is the Eagles have a running quarterback. Right. Only difference. Everything now, Burrow, else. Burrow can run, too. And he Burrow can run. Again. But not he's like not, Hurts, but Hurts is hurt. That's the thing. So hurts That's the difference. Uh, the coaching mismatches on both sides of the ball. Yep. The fact that the Eagles haven't played uh, this level of competition. They have not been behind at all, right? So that, right. that leads to the props that Scott said, and I agree with all of them. I like Hurts. Hurts is going to be running because he's going to get confused, and this is a Super Bowl. So in the Super Bowl – you're confused, you are going to take off and run. So that's a rushing attempt, right? Yep. And then uh, we'll go back to the plus one. This is what Hurts is going to be doing all day. Uh, then the fun prop, Chris Stapleton, is going to go over a minute and 57 seconds because he is a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a country singer over uh, one one fifty seven. So really, this is one of the easier Super Bowls to predict because yeah. this is what they're running, man. They're running the plus one that Josh Allen runs because he's a running quarterback. And to Scott points, this is a fourth and two play. This is what they're running in fourth and two. Other than that scrum, right? They're gonna they're gonna line hurts here, and everybody's gonna gather together and they're gonna scrum. The problem with that is that they've been running that all year. Yeah. It's like no one has to have an idea for it because they are running it for doing it for you. Right. Or they're gonna to try to run some trick play off. Right. Yeah. And and the thing the thing that I, I've heard for the last six days, five or six days is well, Chiefs don't have any receivers. They Philadelphia's got to eat. No, it's Patrick Mahomes. See, Jim pointed it out when he was on. Right. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's not uh, Mac Jones. It's not <laughs> right. 
Daniel Jones. It's not right. Brock Purdy. It's Patrick Mahomes. Right. He's right. been here. And, you know, if he has to dink and dunk it down the field, he, he before the Chiefs AFC title game, Patrick Mahomes talked to Tom Brady all week on the telephone. Who better to talk to in this type of situation than Tom Brady? Who knows how to dink and dunk it down the field? Who knows right. how to bring his talents around him up? Who right. knows how to play in the Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes knows how to play, but to get to talk to, talk to a guy like Tom Brady all week before the championship game, and I'm sure he's talked to him this week about, hey, Tom, we you know what what, is, what are the Eagles? present what do you what am i well, going to well, say the thing when when mike leach died right uh it came out i was listening to it where josh mcdaniels and bill Belichick went down because they were they're selling the air raid right they're, they're talking yep. about the air raid and mcdaniels and Belichick went down to lubbock texas when he was coaching at texas tech i remember this yep yeah to to learn yep. the, the preachers very conservative team but they're going to have air raid concepts, right? So an air right. raid concept is what we talked in the beginning with Jim. He calls it a choice route. I call it air raid because that's where it comes from. Yeah. Where the receiver reads it independently and the quarterback reads it. So now I understand that Brady, Tom Brady, to your point, Tom Brady was running the air raid with Gronk, where they read the defense independently of each other and they ran it, and they did that in Tampa Bay. With Kelsey. So that's your prop over six catches for Kelsey. Because really, in a pressure situation, you're going to have to go to what you feel comfortable with, what where you're going to default with. Right? So they're right. going to default to their air raid because what? Guess what? Mahomes ran the Queensberry Mike Leach air raid at Texas Tech. That's why he's talking to Brady. Yep. Yeah, they're running, yeah, they're running, they're running the same uh, offense. You are gonna see in this Super Bowl a lot of Tom Brady isms right. with how Patrick Mahomes plays. Yes, because he's gonna dump it to McKinnon. And remember, in all the Super Bowls, because I've watched all the highlights that Brady was in with the Patriots. Yes, his favorite thing to do, other than throw it to Gronk, was dump it to the running backs. James White, Shane Vereen, Kevin Falk, J.R. Redmond, all these guys played big in the Super Bowl. Why? Because Brady dumped it to them. So the last prop I have is Patrick Mahomes under his longest completion of 38 and a half because he's going to dink and dunk up the field and throw it to Travis Kelsey. Right. And VS is going to have probably two catches for 12 yards. Juju's going to have two catches with 17 yards. The rest of it is going to come from Kelsey, McKinnon, and then an off receiver like Marcus Kemp or something. Marcus right. Kemp, who they have as a third receiver. So, or Justin Watson. So, I'm just telling you guys, everybody out there, Patrick Mahomes will do a Tom Bradyism in the Super Bowl and just dump and dink and dunk and do this and do that and be smart with the football and not turn it over. And he'll win the game. That's what I think. I agree. And, uh, if you see early in the game, uh, Mahomes stretched the, the field and go yep. for a deep pass. 
Yep. And this, that means you won that prop because he's not going to go uh, deep again, right? So that's a good bet because that's a low percentage play. Yeah. It's a low percentage play. They always run it once within the script, first 15 to 25 plays, just to keep the defense honest. So, boom, you, you won that prop, right? Right, right. And right. then, I mean, this the the Eagles are not in the Super Bowl because they're a bad tackling team. So that means that they're not going to miss a tackle, and have a long run happen either. So that's a, that's a really good prop. But just but just think team. about think about it as a batter, okay? Chiefs have played a good Jaguars team, right, and a really good Bengals team. The e- Eagles have played. A Giants team that didn't want to be there. Right. And a San Francisco team that had no quarterback. They've not been prepared for this situation. Kansas that messed City up has. the playoffs. That, that completely, totally messed up the playoffs. Because it's unfair to the Eagles. Absolutely. Because, that, because of the layoff, the Eagles haven't played a game in four weeks since the Giants game. Really, since the second half of the game was over. They've only played in a month. They've only played a half of competitive football. I, I would even not go like back going in a pressure cooker against an experienced team that does not beat itself. Absolutely, it's a tough situation for the Eagles. Absolutely, and, I, and to be honest with you, I would even go back further with the Eagles because the, they beat a Giants team. Jalen Hurts did nothing in that game, and the Giants had nobody on the field. The two games prior to that, Gardner Minshew was the quarterback. So I would even go back before that, right? Where the Eagles have had a game. So how, how about Jalen Hurts is only seeing game action in what three games in two months? And they both and they've all three been blowouts, basically all three. Right. So to me, and then if you're watching in the middle of the Super Bowl and the Chiefs are up by let's say nine points, and they'll put up. Right, the because the commercials are long, right? So yeah, uh, your betting app is going to put. Uh, are the Eagles going to score a touchdown on this drive? Yeah, I would bet against and, it because he has, he hasn't been in that pressure situation. Where, where he has to do that. And as you know, and you'll probably agree, here's what happens: Chiefs are up seventeen seven at halftime. Say, right? The Eagles are sitting in the locker room going, "Oh damn." We're down by 10. We didn't expect to be like this. And right. they'll get nervous and tight. And they'll come out, fumble the ball on the first drive at the second half. Kansas City will get it. Mahomes will go down the field, score a touchdown. And that'll be it for Philly. And Philly will right. be down. Right. So, it, Philly. I'll close with this, right? Yep. Uh, and it's the expert on this. I just look at the statistics. Everybody can have. Their own opinion. Not everyone can have their own facts. Yeah. Fact is, right? And I remember the first time I made money consistently off this was Vinny Cassaverde, right? Uh, Miami had a Hall of Fame pro in college team. Right? They had, uh, you know, the guy that played for the Eagles, Reggie White. Was it Reggie White or Jerome Jerome Brown? Mm-hmm. Jerome Brown, Miami team, with Michael Irvin. They had they had a complete NFL and college Hall of Fame team, and Vinny yep. Cerruti in a pressure situation coughed it up, and yep. that's the same thing he did in the press. 
So not to down Vinny, but 95% of people cannot change from a psychological point of view. Now, I've made a ton of money betting against James Winston because he lacks impulse control. Yep. And that led to him to have interceptions and bet on it all you want, but it puts money on, right? Absolutely. Jalen Hurts has not proven that he can win a game in a pressure situation. When he was in college, when Alabama beat Georgia, both teams running the four two fives, which you'll see that Nick Satan pulled him at halftime and put two on it. Yep. Yep. He could not handle the pressure. And you're like, John, yep. he's a college kid. He was 19 years old. Remember, he went toe to toe with who? Sean Watson. And Sean yep. Watson beat him. So we're talking two championship games. Oh, he was in college. I don't know. The guy get better. Well, he did get a chance to get better, right? He was the Heisman Trophy with uh, Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, and he goes to the championship. What happened? Remember, he had C.D. Lamb. He hit C.D. Lamb. He couldn't hit anybody else. He was confused. Popped off yep. the ball. He gets blown out. So Jalen Hurts is 0 for 3, right, in pressure situations on a high level, and he's 0 until this year. He was 0-2 in the playoff games and played badly in those playoff games. Man, this this, whew, this <laughs> hey, it could be completely wrong. What? <laughs> uh heading into this, right? Because even if I'm wrong, let's say Philadelphia comes in and blows out and I don't get the side or the money line, I'm getting the under because Citriani's not gonna take that chance trying to air it out with Hertz. I'm gonna win the the rushing. He's going to rush more than six yards. I'm going to win the under, right? And the rest yep. of the props, Scott said. Yeah. What are your thoughts and final words? Let's get into it. So, this is this is basically the last last game okay. of the year. So we've we've done. You know, I'm I'm very pleased, honored to be a part of all this. This is a collaboration. Honored to have we, you, man. It's great just working hit, with you. You pull the curtain. We just hit ten thousand. I think ten thousand views on on uh, for our podcast. So that's that's a credit. That's to just you. the website. We have yeah. over. Yeah, we've had a lot more views all over. Just the on SoundCloud. I'll share the screen. Yeah, now. yeah. It is kind of crazy, number. Yeah. So me you and Chad have done a have done a great job, and I look forward to this every week. So, um, and we'll be back. You know, we got a lot of stuff planned. You know, same 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 stuff as last season, off season stuff. Um, but there'll be a lot of new topics to, to discuss. So, but, you know, to, to Jim, you know, I, I thank him every day or every, every week, um, to you and to Chad. Thank you very much. This has been great. You know, I look forward to this a lot every week. Um, you know, and, and let's finish it off on a good note, which I know we will. And, uh, you know, go into next year with a lot of steam. So, but thank you to everybody for, for watching and listening too. You guys are what makes the make this go. Um, you get your views and all this make this go, and the notes that you send to Josh and to to us are phenomenal. So again, yeah, thank yeah, you. I'm trying to get those notes out, and people listening on Podbean those listen. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be back Sunday, and you know we'll be back in the off season. You 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 won't you'll see us, you know, during the off season. No, no, uh, God, God save me. He does a great job, and you know, 
Yeah. Um, we put out something every week. And the, the emphasis is going to be on uh, the podcast that people listen to the most and share the most, which were Fall from Grace, George Navarro type podcast. Yep. That's what got us in 2022 to 74,865 plays. That's, That's just, unbelievable. Just on SoundCloud. That is unbelievable. That's not counting Apple. Right, that's not counting uh, YouTube. YouTube was our our least one, but still, you know, uh, we had we got sixty three followers on on YouTube, <laughs> right? That uh, that is unbelievable. Right, so uh, it really is. That's without Podbean. That's without Spotify. Spotify yeah. is a whole new thing, and Spotify has been growing. So just on SoundCloud, seventy four thousand. That's not counting people who looked at us up and saw us on Instagram. Facebook, right? And we're going to start getting into some more TikTok before they get the Chinese ad. So that was just last year. Uh, total, we have 145,000 downloads. It, I had this account for a while, but I only started in well, late 2019. All the years are running yeah. into each other. Yeah, you, you people out there are phenomenal who watch and listen to, to us all year long. God knows how much money people have made, right? Because yeah. it doesn't grow that much that people doesn't listen. We don't give people information to make money, and we'll look for ways to monetize it next year. I mean, so we won in every genre. College basketball, horse racing, NFL playoffs. Next NFL Monday night, regulars. we'll do our first Monday night uh, podcast. Yeah. So I mean, I'm looking, so, looking forward to the stuff. Yeah, and it's all free. Uh, you know, Shad shall be on, you know, as we go on because Shad loves that. Remember him texting me that first year. He couldn't believe it. We were 80% in skate making money, right? Uh, so we give everything away because when you get one, it's not philanthropy or religion. When you get one, you always, when you give one, you always get. 10 back, you always get tenfold. Yep. Business is it, right? Absolutely. Uh, many, you know, people who I couldn't help back have helped me to move forward and to make money and, and things that are monetized for decades. Yeah. So yeah. close with Winston Churchill, right? Zelensky went to uh, England today, talked to the king who mother went into hiding while Winston Churchill had to stay there in the front lines getting uh, airplanes dropped on him. And he said these words while the airplanes were being dropped on him. Yeah, full airplanes, they were dropping him on kamikaze and explosive. And planes were flying through the Blitzkrieg. Uh, 